What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Jordan. And this is Desmond. And welcome to episode 131 of Two Black Nerds. That's right. It's that time once again for us to bring you our opinions and hot takes on all things fandom, pop culture, and entertainment. As always, you can find Two Black Nerds wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a friendly rating and comment to show your support. And of course, join in on the conversation each and every week by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Black Nerds. We appreciate that love, y'all. And let's not forget to mention, we have brand new merchandise that's available now at twoblacknerds.com. Go check out our Nerds of Thunder collection inspired by Thor Love and Thunder. We got t-shirts, crew neck city stickers, mugs, and tote bags. So go ahead and place those orders right now. On today's show, we're reacting to all of the big news and announcements from this year's San Diego Comic-Con, including brand new trailers from DC's upcoming films, Black Adam and Shazam! Fury of the Gods. We also got new looks at some of the most anticipated series coming to streaming, such as The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, and House of the Dragon. But before we get to any and all of that, we're kicking off this podcast with instant reactions to the mega panel from Marvel Studios that just took place in Hall H. We are recording this literally right after after the conclusion of that mega panel, which we've been anticipating for quite a few weeks now. We've had a lot of conversations about the direction of Marvel, Phase 4, where they're going to go in terms of their movies, in terms of their series, because there's been a bit of divisiveness about the mm-hmm. projects that we've gotten up until this point, and I think people have been looking for a direction in terms of where the story is going to go. And we certainly got it. Without question, we have a clear-cut direction, a clear roadmap for what the next few years of Marvel is going to look like for us. There's obviously so much to get to in terms of the live studio projects, the animation projects. I mean, there's just so much here to break down and talk about. But before we do any of that, before we sort of go project by project and phase by phase even, I just want to start and get your instant reactions to everything you just saw and heard from that mega panel that we just witnessed at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, man, it was easy to come in, um, I think, excited because Kevin Feige, you know, had hinted that he had a lot of stuff kind of either in the works or that he was even going to tell us here at this panel, man. Even there's been a lot of interviews, people asking Kevin Feige, like, what is going on, my guy? You know, we even talked about on this podcast um, when talking about like Thor, Love and Thunder, Kevin Feige has said, well, it's very obvious to me where this is going. (laughs) And so we were waiting, you know, for for him to kind of continue that that statement in terms of you know revealing to us what that means here at this comic con so again uh super excited coming into the panel and and uh of course we, we were entering the the end of phase four and it was very much um i think we knew i don't know we knew most of the stuff that was happening this year and next year so it's like okay what else do you have in your pockets and i'm, I'm just happy to see that there was more in the pockets um there was a, a lot of things we predicted on both of our prediction lists <laughs> that came true um really most of it to be honest uh, uh of course some stuff i was still looking for in terms of big surprises but i think i got enough to feel satisfied you know this there's no reason they can't return to next year's comic-con you know what i mean and, and, and show more information a year is not a long time to me especially when it comes to the mcu which is way over a decade old now at this point and so i i was i was glad to see the things i've got and i was happy to see a lot of the dates that were solidified i think that was another thing for me it's like okay we know this is coming but what day is this coming out and so i was happy to see a lot of that stuff too here um at, at san diego comic-con man but uh uh again just happy to be here super excited again we'll get into the details here in a sec but um man it was it was interesting man because again at, th- at first i was like okay we know some of this stuff marvel what's happening here and then they finally started to solidify some stuff to that keep kept me satisfied i think by the end of the panel so um yeah man so i'll leave it there for now 
Yeah, I think that there's so much to digest from this. Again, we're recording this literally after the conclusion of that panel. We were following along on social media to get all of the updates, and I'm just still processing a lot of what happened. But there are some things that I'm very surprised about in terms of placement, in terms of when things are going to come out, and also just like the timing of everything. I do agree that we certainly have a clear direction on what this all means. I certainly didn't expect to get as much as we did tonight. I really I really find that to be a little bit surprising how much they revealed. I knew they were going to come with a lot. They don't want to mm-hmm. disappoint the Comic-Con crowd. Crowd. And I've seen a lot of critics, YouTubers, analysts who've talked about this and have hyped it up just like we have sort of mentioned like, oh, they're going to hold a lot for D23. And I always just disagree with that because Comic-Con is literally the biggest event of the year when it comes to this type of stuff. And they do not disappoint this crowd. You know, they know that they have 6000 people who wait for days and days and days to be in Hall H. And when they make an announcement that they're going to be present, they're going to roll out the big guns. And so I had no doubt that they were going to come with some heat. And they definitely did. Mm-hmm. And now I just have so many questions about what this all might mean how it's all going to play out certainly there's there's some sort of different approaches that are being taken in terms of this phase and future phases as as compared to previous previous phases and just even storytelling approaches and and, and the ways and the methods that we're going to get certain things I'm, I'm very curious as to how this is all going to roll out I'm, I'm a little dubious about some of the projects that have been announced mm-hmm. mainly because of the disney plus aspect which yeah. we've been notably critical of over the recent years but i think that by and large, one has to be excited for what this could potentially mean in terms of the next two years of stories that we're going to get from Marvel. And I think if if there's any indication on the scale and the size of what this could all represent within the next couple of years and how big and how grand this can really turn out to be, I think that we might be in for some for some big treats. But I, I do have a lot of questions that I'll I'll gradually raise and we'll talk about as we go through these projects. But let's start and dive in and, and talk about all the details here. First, I think the most notable thing that we, we should probably mention before talking about anything specific, not only did we get some more clarity on Phase 4 and what's going to happen in the immediate future, but we got a long shot in terms of what's going to go down over the next couple of years. Yeah. We found out nearly the full slate of Phase 5, and we also found out the endings of Phase 6. Like We have a clear roadmap of where this is all going to go. And they officially deemed this as the multiverse saga. This is now the multiverse saga. We obviously know the first 23 films in the MCU were dubbed the Infinity Saga, clearly Mm -hmm. because of the Infinity Stones and Thanos and that entire storyline. The multiverse saga, I'm not that surprised at that. This is always what I think we suspected it would be. What I am very, very shocked at is how short it's going to be because the multiverse saga will officially end in 2025 with Avengers secret wars and right before that we're going to get the kang dynasty now i don't want to talk about those projects in depth quite yet i want to get your thoughts on how quickly this is all happening the fact that this entire saga is only going to be about four years long as compared to the infinity saga which took us 11 years to get through that was a much more drawn out sort of period of time in terms of the stories that we were that we were given with those individual movies here only four years and it's going to end very very closely here what's your thoughts on just how quickly this is all moving ahead right now yeah it's it's very interesting man um i think part of it makes sense and part of it doesn't to me you know what i mean the part of me that says it makes sense is in the beginning one marvel by a lot of ways, we're doing an experiment, right? They had to make sure this thing works first. <laughs> we knew Iron Man and Thor had to get off the ground before Avengers, you know, anything after Avengers really happened. And they, they had to make sure that was successful. And so I think part of that time, a little bit of time being cut off makes sense because you don't have to do that groundwork anymore. It's like, look, 
Y'all know what these superheroes can do. <laughs> y'all, we are here. There's no Infinity Stones we have to introduce. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, there's a couple stories here that can move a little faster. The other part of me that's on the other side is like, ooh, this is moving kind of fast, is this, the phase forward of it all, right? Like, it feels... A, a, a lot of the, again, specifically with the MCU shows we've gotten um, in even, uh, you know, some of the projects in this phase, too, it just feels like things have moved faster and have lacked quality because of that, right? A lot of us, after watching Thor Love and Thunder, was like, ooh, if they gave this movie a little bit longer to think about, or you know what I mean, or something, maybe it could have been better. If, I don't know, they had a better idea for Black Widow, if Black Widow had more time for CGI, I don't know. There's just a lot of things that felt like would have been better had given more time and so i am a little bit worried because phase four has not been the cleanest phase that that the future phases will look the same especially with the same output right we we've seen what's happening in phase five we just you just said it's short as shit it's two years and it's like oh man that's a lot coming out really fast and so i'm, I'm worried that the, the quality will suffer because of that, man. It, it really is something to worry about. So I'm, I'm, that's a, kind of my two minds right now is, one, you don't got to do the, all the track work you had to do in the beginning, but also at the same time, ooh, if you you now, you're, you're moving faster, but the quality isn't the same either. So I don't know, a lot to think about there. Yeah, the speed and the pacing of all of this is moving at a very, very rapid pace. I mean, I, I think in part it kind of makes sense considering the Disney Plus aspect of this entire thing the fact that they can put out more projects on a more frequent basis yearly their output has increased significantly over the years as we know i think that that's really sort of the determining factor as to why we're crossing this finish line much quicker than we did in those first three phases now is that a good thing that still remains to be seen as we as we've had with these conversations about phase four it's been a little bit mixed right like some of these things have been really really great and and we've enjoyed a lot and some of these other projects have been mediocre or just average or okay at best and so i think we're going to continue to raise those questions and, and possibly have those problems with these future projects but I don't know, man. This is this is kind of strange, you know, that, that that we won't have to wait another seven years for this all to pay off. Like it's gonna happen, like in a couple years here. On top of the fact that there's gonna possibly be Avengers films, like two Avengers films in the same year. So I think just the whole layout and the whole sort of dynamic of of what we're getting here is just it's just so drastically different. And and I don't know if it's a good thing or not yet. That still remains to be seen. I think it could be good. You know, the fact mm -hmm. that this stuff is happening quicker and we don't have to wait like ten years for it to right. pay off. Maybe that'll be maybe that'll be a benefit. Also, I think to your point about not having to introduce so many foundational characters. Here's another mm -hmm. thing that we're starting to notice. There's a lack of sequels here across the board. That's we're not true. really getting Shang-Chi 2, at least from what we know so far. We're not getting like Shang-Chi 2. We're not getting Eternals 2. You know, mm -hmm. we're not seeing s characters that were already introduced get those sequels quite yet. They could pop up in Phase 6 because there's a lot of untitled mm -hmm. stuff there, but we don't really know. So I think that that also lends to the idea that like stuff is just churning out a lot quicker with, with a lot new character a lot more new characters that are being introduced across the board so i don't know how to feel about it i probably i'm probably going to develop feelings as we start to talk about this stuff but it's it's really mm -hmm. it's really interesting to see that this is all gonna just be a four-year sort of experiment with the multiverse at least that's what it seems like so far let's start with phase four though um phase four obviously is what we're in right now so many different opinions i think across the board i've seen so many damn articles online about Phase four being a flop or phase four being the worst of, of the MCU thus far. Jesus. I don't know where I really fall on that. You know, I think that that might be overstating <laughs> it quite quite a bit. You know, yeah. there's definitely problems, obviously. But we are now 
in the last days of phase four we just got confirmation that black panther wakanda forever will be the last project of phase four which is mm-hmm. kind of surprising i don't yep. know if that was initially the plan from the beginning i i, I don't think mm-hmm. that that was what they were setting out to do when they first announced phase four but here we are black panther wakanda forever will be the end and let's just start there this is what closed out the show but i want to start here for the beginning yeah. because we suspected and we did receive the first official look at black panther wakanda forever they dropped the teaser trailer and um I mean, it might be the most emotional thing that they've ever put out in terms of a trailer up until this point, I think due to the obvious reasons of of the passing of Chadwick Boseman. But what did you think about this first look at Black Panther Wakanda Forever and all the reveals that came with it? Oh, man, it's I have so many thoughts, bro. And again, we just this just happened. So it's a lot to process. But first and foremost, man, the trailer starts off with Tim's Tim's. Oh, man, it was People need to know Tim's is like one of my favorite singers right now, for sure. Um, and, and to know that she's on a, a Black Panther anything felt felt really good um, to start off. You know, you see uh, Nakia kind of looking over the, the 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 water, but it's very clear at the beginning of this trailer that there's a huge loss that has come over Wakanda, um, and is almost impossible. Not to get emotional watching this trailer, man, as literally every character from Black Panther is like looking into the sunset or crying or looking over the ocean or like, you know, exactly what's happening here, man. And and, and it, they did a great job setting the tone, um, I think. But I also love how I think with with uh, what we know is up to be the death of Black Panther, which at the beginning of this trailer, I also love how at the same time they're kind of showing a sped up version what what I think is the birth of Namor. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh my God, that is genius. Already out the gate. Like, yes, good job there. Um, but it it man, it's just it's just a lot, man. Um it means that one, I'm I'm very happy Namor is coming. I think this is huge. Uh people need to understand how like Atlantis and Wakanda are like hella similar, right? The two civilizations that were closed off from the world that are both technologically advanced. Um, and it, it but th- this also makes sense at this time, now that knowing we're in the multiverse saga, because as soon as Namor and Black Panther collide in the comics, it's because of incursions. And we know of incursions because of Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. So that's kind of like, I, I love how this is lining up um, in terms of, of, of comic bookness of it all. Um, I'm enjoying that part of it um, for sure. So I'm definitely excited to see what Namor uh, has going on, man. But man, it's it's the the biggest question when watching the trailer for everybody, right, is who the hell is going to be Black Panther? And, you know, we, we get that, that small look at the end of the trailer and it's almost impossible to tell. Um, in a lot of different ways. I think just physique-wise, it, it does feel like Shuri to me. Um, just from looking at it, I don't feel Winston Dukish when I look at it. I'm like, hmm, it could be. They could be <laughs> no, fooling us all. So. That's a big dude. Yeah. They could be fooling. That could low, high key be a huge red herring because it's so fast. You could easily throw that in the trailer and then go change some shit. And it really is him at the end of the day, right? But they do that all the time. They change they CGI the and throw us off. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. That could very well be the case. And I think a lot of people, are, I think a lot of us are coming into this movie like, okay, Shuri is a huge Black Panther in the comics. It very much makes sense for them to go with her. She's a very well-known character. Um, um, and so I, I think I like, you know, I like that. I like, I like, I kind of like the mystery that we don't know too. I, of course, Letitia Wright as a person 
Ooh, we're going to pray for that. And if she is our future Black Panther. <laughs> but you know, I, I still do like the mystery of it all. I like I love Shuri as a character. I, I, I can't wait to see who it is. But I love I think they're treating this right, man. I could tell just again, the feeling the, the Riri Williams is in there cutting her heart out the iron. Like it's just a lot. Kendrick Lamar and Tim's is being cross cut in fucking I don't it's, it's just a really good trailer to me, man, because it's like they get it. And, and I think that was one of our worries coming into this. Um, even as soon as Chadwick Boseman died, one of our worries coming into this, okay, what are we going to do? And and I, we, we trusted Marvel to take care of it, though. Like, we trusted Marvel to, to especially Ryan Coogler, who, you know, he, uh, as a director, we trusted him. And as a writer, I think we trusted him to do right by Black Panther and to do right by Chadwick Boseman. And this this trailer very much feels that to me. It feels really good. Again, the musical choices, I think, are A1. Um, I think it looks beautiful. It visually is stunning to me. The wells in the water, you know what I mean? Like, the CGI looks really good. Like, I'm, uh, it all just feels like it's being taken care of. Um, and I wish a lot of other MCU projects felt like this, that we haven't gotten 100%. But I think they knew. They was like, y'all, this is Black Panther. This is a baby. And it feels like after watching this trailer that they understood that they needed to take care of it. So I'll pass it over to you right now. But that's how I feel. It, it, just, it just looks good to me, man. This is one of the best trailers they've ever put together, period. Like, bar none, this is one of their finest pieces of work. I, I'm still floored by it. I still have to watch it, like, 50 more times, obviously. Mm -hmm. There was so much imagery, so much iconography that was a part of it. The the cover from Tim's, the Bob Marley, No Woman, No Cry, mixed in with Kendrick Lamar's All Right. Brilliant, genius move. Whoever came up with that, like... Please yes. make all the money in the world because all that's an it. incredible choice, especially considering Kendrick's involvement with the first film and just all of the looks and, and the characters and the place that they're in right now. It's obvious that, you know, Chadwick Boseman and T'Challa as a character is also, you know, it, it, that that's a death that they are dealing with and experiencing and they don't have to ever say it. We don't need to hear them say it. You can just tell based off of the emotional responses of everybody involved while they're also experiencing sort of a crisis with the impending conflict that's going to happened between Wakanda and Atlantis, which, I mean, listen, that has to be one of the biggest showdowns that we're ever going to experience in any comic book movie. That's incredible to think about yeah. that Namor is coming to the MCU, and we know that that character has been wrapped up in rights and legal issues for a long mm -hmm. time due to the contracts with Universal, but now that this is happening and Atlantis is, is, is going to be integrated into the MCU, just phenomenal. But my favorite part that just gave me the most chills, honestly, was hearing Angela Bassett and just... That Ooh. speech, that powerful voice when she Man. gave that 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 speech in the middle of the trailer saying that she lost all of her family. I mean, that's where the tears started for me because I'm like, this is real. This is not yeah. a performance. This mm -hmm. is actual real life. And I think for so many people involved with this project, Ryan Kugler on down to the rest of the cast of the film, like you can just feel the love and the attention and the care that's put into this movie. And that's why even with the first movie, and I think it's going to carry over into this one as we see, it just elevates it above everything else we see out of the MCU. We just have to be honest about it. Like these projects feel different. They feel mm -hmm. separate than I think everything else we get just because of the amount of hard work and care and dedication that goes into them. And that's not to take away anything from anybody else that works on any other project, series, movie, whatever the case may be. But these just feel different. There's an intensity to this trailer that we don't yeah. often see. There's emotion obviously involved here. There's iconography again. Just all of it just wraps up into something that I think is going to is going to snowball into an experience that's going to be equal maybe on par with what we what with what we went through with the first film and that's saying a lot because that first film is kind of a cultural touchstone now right and i think 
a lot of it is because of Chadwick Boseman and and and, and him being gone at this point. That's gonna that's gonna be a pivotal pivotal story piece to this movie. Everybody's gonna want to see how are they gonna handle this. As far as who's the next Black Panther, I'm just gonna go ahead and call it now. I think it's Lupita because they start the trailer with her, and I think mm-hmm. they end it with her. I think that that's pretty for me. It seems yeah. pretty clear as a creative storytelling choice. She's the mm-hmm. first person that we see. If it if it is if if that shot is what's going to end up being in the movie, it does look like a more feminine physique. I would agree with you. It doesn't look like a Winston <laughs> right. or Killmonger or something who would be a lot more jacked up. But if it is indeed a woman, I, I would predict it would be her. But that being said, it doesn't a really woman, matter. No I think that mm-hmm. I think that e- either way, this is going to be an incredible movie just based off of what we saw here. But I I really can't wait for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. I mean, I don't know, man. Th- this is just. Again, just sort of processing it all right now, just the emotional, you know, weight that this all carries is going to be. Um, I think it's going to be a lot for everybody as we walk oh, into that. Theater. I'm going like, to need yeah, help. I'm going to We don't really know right now, but I think as <laughs> as we as we go into that film, I'm going to need I, help, bro. They need to pause I, it for I, me. There's going to be like, a lot of pause? tears. We got yeah, like how are like, we going to get through this experience? Yeah, you know, bro. and I, I think. I think that maybe, you know, maybe the Atlantis of it all is going to help with that because I, I have to be excited about that, right? Like, to, yeah, to not to. wear it to, you know, finally being confirmed as Namor is, um, that's just a genius move, you know, mm-hmm. to throw that in this movie. But um, we should also talk about She-Hulk Attorney of Law. We got a new trailer for that. Not surprising. That show's coming out on Disney Plus next month. Um, I'll just quickly say, I'm turned around on this show now. This, yep, this is same. way better than the first trailer. <laughs> this is yep. way, way better um the cgi certainly has improved which Mm -hmm. received a lot of criticism from last month i feel mixed about that just based off of the conversation around cgi lately with marvel you know i know probably a lot of people had to bust their ass to get it to look the way that it looks right now and that might not be the greatest thing but um be that as it may i think that this is actually a really exciting show and of course there's like surprises wong who's like the hardest working man in the mcu pops up and we get a shot of Daredevil at the end. We don't get his full face, but Charlie Cox's Daredevil is going to be in the show, which I think was speculated and rumored about, but it's 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 pretty much confirmed here. What do you think about this this new look at She-Hulk? Yeah, I agree. Every it looks way better. Not only on the visual aspect too, but I don't know. It feels something about it just felt better. Like, oh, this is a TV show. Like, I don't know. Before it was a teaser towards towards the MCU show, of course, but I don't know. It was something about it. I was like, it's cool. But now I'm like, okay, I think I'm ready to watch this now after seeing this trailer. Like this trailer felt very much more complete. It felt like there was more a little bit more direction onto the character of She-Hulk for me. Um and so I think I again I I think I am more excited to see it now. Uh, crazy. We got about to really, really see Charlie Cox as Daredevil here. Of course, we seen him in, in No Way Home for a split second, but he was Matt Murdock there. And so here we finally see him suited up again. Literally less than a month. It's crazy. Um, we're go- we're going to see him again uh, at some point at least. Um, and so yeah, man. I think I think this would be a one of those surprising shows for us. Um, that like maybe. I don't know. There's something else in it that we're not thinking about that happens. And it's like, oh, shit, that's what's going on. I think it will. Um, We talked about before the She-Hulk and the TVA of it all. Hopefully that ties in somehow in here. Um, I don't know. I just hope they they throw in one more wrench in the show. But again, from this trailer, man, I'm, I'm ready to watch it, man. We'll see what happens. 
Yeah, I think a lot of surprises in store. Uh, damage control, we also know, is going to pop up in this show. Kevin Feige has teased numerous mm-hmm. times. Like, you never know who you might see because she's dealing specifically with superhero cases. So the fact that they're showing Wong and even, like, alluding to Daredevil, I think that there might be a few other surprises in store. And there's nine episodes from what we've been told. So I think there's more opportunity to include surprises, even though they'll only be about a half an hour. I think that there's just, a, like, a lot of canvas and a lot of room where they can really play around with this character, have her meet and, and be introduced to new characters in the MCU. So looking forward to it now. I'm really excited. I can't wait till that show comes out on Disney Plus. But now we got to talk about Phase Five because again, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever is going to be the end of Phase Four. Certainly a surprising move. I I just want to reiterate. I don't think that this was initially the plan when they first revealed Phase Four three years ago at Comic Con. Fantastic Four was technically sort of mentioned as being a part of it. He never. I think used the words that it was going to be in phase four, but they always included it when they were talking about other phase four projects, but that's not the case anymore. Phase five is actually kicking off in February with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Technically, I guess it'll kick off with the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which we heard nothing about. little surprising. Mm, that is true. But in terms of movies, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is going to kick off things in February of 2023. We're going to get Secret Invasion, Spring 2023, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 in May. The Marvels, obviously, we know is coming in July of 2023. Low-Key Season 2, which they're filming right now, is coming next summer. Echo is also coming next summer. They're filming that right now as well. Then we got new dates. We got a date for Ironheart, which is going to drop fall 2023. We also finally have a release date for Blade, starring Mahershala Ali. That's coming November 3rd, 2023. Agatha Coven of Chaos, which has a name change. Initially, it was called Agatha House of Harkness. That's now coming winter 2023. Captain America, New World Order, the long-awaited Captain America 4, starring Anthony Mackie as Sam Wilson, is going to be coming May 3rd, 2024. And Phase 5 will actually close out with Thunderbolts in July of 2024. We heard about that movie being confirmed a couple of weeks ago, and now it's officially dated here. Obviously a lot. Many, yeah. many projects across Disney Plus and theatrical here. What stands out mostly to you? What what's what what are a couple of the things that you're most excited about just across the board from phase five? Well, first and foremost, the fall of Desmond. Iron Heart and Blade back to back. Is that <laughs> that's me all the way. Like this is the, the this, fall of Desmond. This is the shit I talk about all the time. I've been talking about Iron Heart and Blade since day one, bro. And they doing them shits back to back. It's like my birthday, and it's not my birthday at all. It's crazy. That season of Two Black Nerds is going to be pretty <laughs> wild for you. Fall 2023 is going to be going to be kind of crazy. It's going to be insane, man. I'm I'm definitely excited for that for that chunk, man. That's that's man. Woo! I'm gonna be in just nerd heaven, um, and with those couple months, dude. Uh, but of course, really, all of this sounds good to me. Really, you can say the year of Desmond too, bro. Because both, I think Guardians is one of both of our favorite mcu films ever <laughs> you know like guardians it, it means that much and it's that good so i'm crazy excited for guardians volume three man i think they're they're, they're gonna provide us a lot in that movie that that you know we may not even be again realizing marvel you know they're good at just just throwing stuff in there especially the random mutant news we get out of a miss marvel imagine what you can get out of any of these projects at this point you know what i'm saying i also kind of think that's why things are moving faster because crossovers are becoming more apparent you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like a lot of these is like, oh, Secret Invasion, a TV show. It's going to have like 30 characters in it versus like, I don't know, something, an MCU project back in the day would only have like 10 characters or even less than that. Um, so I, I, I do think some of that has to do with the, the, the time being shorter. Um, but also, I, I have to highlight M.A.N. and the Wasp Quantumania now being the beginning a phase five, I think, makes a ton of sense. Even if I haven't seen the movie yet, but knowing this is like our first real appearance of Kane the Cockerer, not He Who Remains, not 
It's like, yes, this is where Kang is going to be, guys. He is in a poster. He was on stage. Kang is going to be in this movie. Like, it's like they're trying to reiterate that. And I love how if if there is Avengers Kang Dynasty, well, hell yeah, make Kang the beginning of Phase Five. And so I think I think this movie is going to be hella important too. Again, uh, some things are going to change. I think. I think that's literally going to set the tone for the rest of the phase. It makes sense to me, right? If, Kang the, if the Kang the Conqueror of it all, that means Secret Invasion probably has something to do with Kang. It means Loki Season 2 absolutely most definitely has something to do with Kang. And so I'm very much looking forward to that movie. I think it's it's somehow, I think because Ant-Man's name is tied to it, we're not giving it the gravity it deserves. But I'm like, do y'all see Marvel pointing at this big-ass title over here? Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania with Kang the Conqueror? Like, I don't know. It feels like it's not enough buzz, especially for it to be around the corner. So um, I'm excited for, for Ant-Man and the Wasp, too. Yeah, they. I mean, they also, right before the panel kicked off, they released that artwork. Uh, Andy Park, I think he's one of the visual artists for Marvel. He released artwork that had Ant-Man wasp and also uh cassie lang his daughter suited up as as um i forget the name of the character um okay and she's she's a part of the artwork as well and then you have kang who looms large in the background as you said we know he's going to be the villain of that film Mm -hmm. and apparently the villain really of of all of this or most of this from from what it appears but i agree man and man and the wasp quantumania being on the horizon here one has to be super super excited about it just because of the implications that we know it could potentially mean and yes it's ant-man who's largely been sort of a smaller character within within the mcu just because he goes on these side adventures now he might be one of the most important we might see some of the biggest events go down in this particular film Mm -hmm. and i think to your point they're going to tie in with some of these series that we're we're not even fully aware of yet. I do remember back at the Investor Day a couple of years ago, Secret Invasion, Kevin Feige had mentioned, and also Ironheart, um, Kevin Feige had mentioned, like, yes, these series are going to tie directly into these projects, like, into these big feature films, I should say. And so we're going to see a lot more of that crossover happen, I think, on a much more quick, quicker uh, basis. Um, Secret Invasion also coming out spring 2023. I think we knew it wasn't going to come out this year. Mm-hmm. They hadn't really advertised it, even though I think it was initially slated for 2022. We know that they have wrapped up filming with that. I've heard a lot about just, you know, the whole scroll aspect of it. I wonder how much that's going to play a, a play a big part in terms of the Marvels as well. So there's a lot going on here in this phase. I want to spend some time talking about Captain America New World Order because we do know that Sam Wilson's taken up the shield mm-hmm. and he's officially Captain America now. That has been confirmed. New World Order as the title. Very interesting choice for a title. That's coming out May 3rd, 2024. I wonder, you know, who can be the villain of this? How much this may tie into other feature films that we'll see? How much will it tie into the multiverse saga as a whole? You mentioned like Black Panther might have a clear, clear, better understanding of how this all relates to the multiverse. I wonder if Captain America has anything related to that. Certainly a much more street level hero, Mm -hmm. I think, across the board. There's obviously some tie-ins to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier that we'll probably see pop up in this movie. But I'm just wondering, like, Captain America's place in all of this. Will he be the leader of the Avengers by the time we get that movie? How does this set the, the rest of this stuff up? You know, I don't know. It's so interesting. And I think a lot of this phase is going to lead up to that. Um, I, don't, I don't think it's isolated by any means. I think everything I just talked about will lead into Captain America. Like, I think, again, something crazy will happen in Secret Evasion or something crazy will happen in... I don't know, even even Ironheart, you know what I mean? Or a Daredevil that leads into Captain America, uh, uh, New World Order somehow. Uh, because it's called New World Order. You know, something's happening. Is Kang here? You know what I'm saying? Like, is Kang 
on on the ground here in in, in America, and does does Sam have to do something about it? I don't know what's what's happening there, but it's 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 interesting. All I know is I need a like a Captain America NWO wrestling shirt. I don't know how they make it work, <laughs> but like uh, it's a crazy crossover that I think if you if you in make the red, it red, white, and blue, okay, yeah, <laughs> if you make it right, I think it could be hard. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really hard to tell without seeing kind of the rest of the phase because we were left in such an open position at the end of, of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's like, okay, everybody's Captain America now. And they like high fived and like, that's the end of the show. And so it's like, okay, what does that mean for Sam next? And what, what I will say is I, I hope that because it's at the end of the phase, maybe Sam is the one that is. Uh, because they didn't talk about it, but we talked about it. The, the this this the, the young Avengers of it all, the remaining mm. Avengers of it all. You know, like Hulk is. Yeah, still what are even the Avengers now at this point? What are even the Avengers? And none of this that we're talking about has anything to do with Avengers. Ant Man and the Wasp. It seems like it's going to be very isolated from the rest of the Avengers. Guardians. We mm. know are <laughs> separated from the rest of the Avengers. But if we know Avengers movies are coming, how do we get that back on track? In my mind. Sam Wilson, he's Captain America. Is he the the pure captain of the Avengers? We don't know that yet per se, but he could play a huge part in at least getting the team back together. And so I'm looking forward to that because I think that's what it's really going to be about beyond, of course, the the ordeal he has to deal with. In my mind, it's like Civil War without the fighting. It's like, but it's still bringing people together, if that makes sense. It's like, the how do we get the people together? So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think that that's a really, really good point. It doesn't seem like any of these other projects in particular can get us to that that end goal of the Avengers because there's really not a team right now. We haven't had an Avengers mm-hmm. team since Endgame. They pretty much disbanded. Everybody went their separate ways, but Captain America is one of the stalwarts in terms of a character being a part of that team. It makes sense that this could perhaps be that first signal, that first sign that gets us there because I right. think Captain America New World Order and Thunderbolts also being so close together is very mm-hmm. interesting to me, considering like Thunderbolts, a lot of those characters that are going to be a part of that team come from the world of Captain America or the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So that might even be closely tied together more so than, than, than what we see right now. The other big thing that we have to talk about, probably the biggest surprise I would say out of Phase 5 that I didn't mention in the initial rundown, Daredevil, Born Ooh. Again, is... A series that is confirmed. We did hear that this was going to happen. That was a rumor that was circulating weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But what we didn't know is that this is going to be 18 episodes long. Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio are coming back to portray Matt Murdock slash Daredevil and Kingpin, a.k.a. Wilson Fisk. They both are returning, obviously, coming over from the Netflix Marvel Universe that existed years ago. And we've seen both of them, as you said, in the MCU up until this point. They're reuniting in this series. And it's going to be 18 episodes long, which is even longer than the Netflix series seasons ever (laughs) were. Those were only 13 episodes. Mm -hmm. We've had many conversations about the length of these Disney Plus series, them being only six episodes. Why? You have all the time all the resources in the world, there's no parameters as to why you can't do something longer. I never would have predicted they would have gone for 18 episodes. Now, I want to just say that it could be 18 episodes across multiple seasons. Just because they told us 18 episodes might not necessarily mean that it'll be one season. It could. Mm-hmm. That, that, that absolutely could be what they're telling us. But it, maybe it's two seasons. You know, Maybe it's like two nine-episode seasons, or it might be spread out over three seasons. But we don't really know that yet. What do you think about this being such a, a a long series compared to what we've gotten thus far, and just also the fact that like we now have a officially confirmed Daredevil series coming to the MCU? First of all, hell yes, it is not six episodes, and it's a Disney Plus series. 
thank the heavens whatever they're doing here uh somebody gets it maybe somebody that worked at netflix was like hey guys maybe we shouldn't do six <laughs> and they were like you know that's a good idea job I, I don't know i just i just hope they figured it out but man um daredevil born again is a hella popular daredevil run this might be the only one i know by name actually like daredevil born again like it's it's the only one i legit know by name i think but it's it's one of these these comic runs that it's just known like people who read comics you know you've heard of civil war and avengers secret wars and you just know um of, uh, about these things and so daredevil born again just was just one of those runs people like oh yeah daredevil born again that's one of daredevil's oldest really good runs and so I think this makes sense for the character bringing him into an entirely new universe and naming it Born Again is genius. But I also think taking this approach is interesting because they didn't really go into details how dark it would be. But the story itself is, I mean, we have already seen some dark stuff from the Netflix series, but this is like Daredevil Born Again is it's dark, y'all. Like, I mean, the dude, he descends into madness. Karen Page is like a heroin addict it, it's just a ton going on in 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 the daredevil universe and so I, my hope is that they are, they're able to capture that right we don't need this this hawkeye wilson fisk that we got you know what i'm saying like we need netflix energy coming into disney plus and i hope i just really really hope they capture that because born again just like i talked about um um you could tell they're they're taking care of black panther wakanda forever Hopefully they're taking care of Born Again because it is such a well-known thing, right? The Infinity Saga was such a well-known thing, so they took care of it. And I'm, I'm just hoping that Daredevil Born Again is that same thing on the TV show side because everything leading up to this hasn't been done really before. There, sure, there were comic runs from Moon Knight and, and Miss Marvel, but not as, as renowned as Daredevil Born Again. And so I think there's a different, they have something else on the line when it comes to this TV show. Um, and so, of course, I'm excited to see Daredevil, but I'm, I'm just so interested um, to see what they do with, with this very specific show. But I have to be a little bit worried because of the, 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 the Disney of it all, the Marvel happiness of it all, what does come of this TV show um, in, in if it'll be dark enough for the fans who know what Born Again is about. Yeah, I mean, what's what stands out here for me in particular is the fact that that third season of Daredevil that we got back in 2018 actually loosely adapted Born Again. It wasn't a complete, mm -hmm. obviously, yeah. page by page adaptation, but it definitely has some elements of Born Again that were included in that series, especially the way that it ended in, in the final episodes. And for so sure. mm -hmm. the fact that they are returning to that or at least... Obviously, Marvel's going to change it up. Marvel Studios is going to change it up and do their own thing. But I think it might actually, it might point to the signs that this is more connected to those Netflix series than we might have initially mm -hmm. understood from the get-go. That this this could be a direct continuation of what happened in that series. I hope so. I, I, at this point, I would not be that surprised. I mm -hmm. think that all bets are off. Anything is possible. So it could just be a direct tie-in to, to the end of that series, leading it to this series, probably a more faithful adaptation of born again but i agree it's it's one of the most famous if not the most famous daredevil runs that, that, that people know of and so all in all i'm very excited obviously for charlie cox and vincent d'onofrio to be here and i think 18 episodes if it in, is in fact just one season 
hell, like, great move that they're finally pivoting and deciding to say, like, hey, maybe this story needs a little bit more time. Maybe we shouldn't just relegate it to six episodes. This is one of the most famous runs from for, for that character. So we need to give it the time that it de- that he deserves, you know. So 18 episodes, regardless of the length, I think, listen, I, as long as they can keep up the steam and the momentum across all of the all of that time, I'm, I'm definitely here for it. Um, I think that big looming question is just, like, how dark can it be? I, stuff 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 is in a different place now than than even what it was two years ago i mean they just mm-hmm. added logan and deadpool one and two on disney plus like could this be pointing to the fact mm-hmm. that they're going to lean into more mature directions marvel so. zombies we're going to talk about a little bit later is confirmed to be tvma so i i, I don't know i we, we might be getting some very rated r type of content out of this daredevil series that remains to be seen of course but if they're doing Born Again, I'd be surprised if it doesn't be at least a little bit more mature than their other offerings. But super excited nonetheless. Like Daredevil, Charlie Cox, Vincent D'Onofrio. I mean, that that is a genius combination. Let's just hope that they can match the heights of that original Netflix series that we got a few years ago. Um, Thunderbolts, we knew was coming. I think, yep. again, that was rumored. We did not get a lineup officially of who's going to be a part of that movie. <laughs> all in all, we didn't get really any like new cast reveals. Like all the mm-hmm. cast members that came to, to San Diego Comic Con this year were were people that we mostly knew were going to be a part of the cast, or people that we at least had heard of that were officially confirmed tonight. Um, I, I guess just looking across the board, was there anything out of Phase Five that you wish we would have gotten? Anything that that's missing here that you wish we had heard more about that we did not get out of their Hall H panel tonight? Um. It it's weird because not really. It's so short that it's like. The stuff we really expected, right? Like, we knew Thunderbolts was coming. We knew Captain America was coming. We knew Blade and Ironheart. Like, we knew Echo. All, we knew all of this was happening. So, I don't really think so. I just wish we got more more casty stuff. I think, like you just said, like, I wish the cast of Thunderbolts was solidified and came on stage. Because um, it's 2022, man. July 26, 2024 isn't quite literally two years from today so like you know what i mean like i wish we 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 got a little bit more of that stuff um i think even charlie cox could have came on stage and said what's up (laughs) you know what i'm saying like hello (laughs) what's going on i'm here for real for real you know what i mean like uh, that would have been nice to see um but other than that not really man again just more of that casting stuff that they'll probably do next year um when iron heart is is closer to being on the block when blade is closer to being on the block I think we'll get uh, a, a little bit more of that stuff. The only thing I am a little bit surprised you didn't get was a real panel for the Marvels. Like, I wanted to see them stand all side by side before we get that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and in short, Comic-Con is happening around the time next year that that movie is coming out. But it's too close. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, give it to us now. That way we get excited for next year. So I think that's one of the biggest things I'm surprised I didn't see um, for sure. It's probably like a Marvels. The Marvels of it all, I think, is is what I'm surprised about. Yeah, I I think that I'm I'm happy that we got a date for Blade. That's really cool. But I think maybe something a little bit more because that project has just been long gestating now. We first heard about it three years ago, and we still essentially know nothing. Like all we really know, Mahershala is going to be in it. We do know the writers and the directors attached to it. But I think maybe something a little bit more to just show like if they added a new cast member. But it's it's still quite a ways away. I think conspicuous by their absence here is that Armor Wars TV show that they announced a while ago that was going to be starring Don Cheadle. I don't know if it's just like completely taken off the slate. I know that there were rumors that they possibly sort of combined that series with Ironheart, and they might just Mm -hmm. be folding those into one project now. 
but it wasn't it wasn't present it wasn't even present on the official you know sort of graphic that they rolled out detailing the rest of the projects in phase five and that series was was rumored to be coming out next year but i haven't heard anything about filming i don't even know if there's like any creators attached to it so i don't i I don't know really what the state of that that whole project is but it, it is it is completely absent here what i should mention i think to caveat that is that D23 is like six weeks away. So mm-hmm. there's an additional opportunity for other projects to be announced here. There's like actually still time to where there could be surprises. There could be things that come up that they just didn't mention here. They've done that before. You know, I think D23 a few years ago, right after that Comic-Con, they announced Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk, which we had no idea that they were developing, but those yeah. got official confirmations at D23. So there's more opportunity f- opportunities for things to change here. But we got to talk about Phase 6 because Phase 6 now is confirmed to be the end of this entire saga, the multiverse saga, as we alluded to earlier. And there's going to be 11 projects in Phase 6, at least. That's what we assume will be a part of Phase 6 at this point, unless things change around. There were 11 dates slotted on the graphic at Comic-Con and Hall H. Only three were confirmed, and three of the probably the biggest things that you could announce, three of the the movies that I think point to what this is all going to mean for this entire saga. We now finally have a date for Fantastic Four, November 8th, 2024 that'll be coming didn't get any casting news or creative news about directors or writers and we're getting two avengers movies in 2025 first up is going to be avengers the kang dynasty which is going to drop may 2nd 2025 and then that'll be followed up by avengers secret wars in november 7th of 2025 (laughs) closing out phase six closing out the multiverse saga again there's eight other unannounced projects that were on that graphic but these are the three that we have now what do you think, man? This is this is really heavy stuff. These are really, really big names to be tossing around here. What do you think about the direction of Phase 6 and how this is going to conclude with the Multiverse Saga? Crazy. What? Like, if you asked, I think, any Marvel enthusiast at all what they thought about this, they're like, excuse me? Marvel's doing what? With who? First of all, shout out just to Fantastic Four. Um, we... It's just been such a long time coming. And to know, again, we're in 2022, and this is finally confirmed for 2024, just feels good. It's like, okay, it's close. It's close, y'all. Like, we are, we're, we're, we're grabbing on it. And, and we've been waiting, you know, again, for the for Marvel to have this property for so long. So I'm, I'm excited for the Fantastic Four of it all. I also love how that begins Phase 6, because I I have so many theories. <laughs> What's happening here um, with with Fantastic Four and why it begins Phase Six, but it, it it's exciting to see I think and, and to finally get solidified. Another thing I would have been like, not a y'all can't tell us a director uh, like a casting something, <laughs> something like tell us if Mister Fantastic it like two years is not a long time in MCU. It's not so I'm like so surprised they're not telling us some of this stuff yet. Again, the D23 of it all still very here. The Comic Con next year of it all still very much, but it'll be. It feels so close that it's, it's it just feels a little weird. Um, two Avengers movies in one year? I don't believe it. It's not happening. Can't I don't, see it. I don't, Can't it's not going to happen. It, can Kane <laughs> Dynasty come out? Yes. I can see that happening. But do I see Secret Wars coming out November 7th? I do not. It's going to come out the summer of the next year. It's going to come out May 7th, 2025 or something, whatever is happening, or 2026, what is happening in that next year? Because it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't, I don't see it. I think they're like, not that they're doing this on purpose necessarily, but I think they're, they're giving us something to chew on right now. And but they'll benefit from pushing it back. Like they'll right now, they're like, look, y'all, these we have two 
Avengers movies coming in the same year. Sure, I could eat my words later, and they're like dead ass serious. But right now, I'm like, mm, <laughs> there's no way, man. It just we know how the movie industry goes. We know how Marvel is. We know how all of this is, and that just seems insane to me. I don't, I don't, I don't see it happening. So, but am I excited to see them on the table? Absolutely. Secret Wars was something we've talked about here. Um, the, and, and of course, the Kang of it all is something you know that we we, we continue to talk about, but. Uh, extra excited to Secret Wars on the table. It's such a, the thing is about this phase, the multiversal phase, the Secret Wars is such a wild thing to wrap your head around. It's not crazy that we're confused, even in some of the smaller parts of this phase. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and in that, in saying that, I think it's even harder to execute. Secret Wars is backed up by a lot of comics, y'all. Like, it's like runs on, in other pockets and like, is it really it is eight issues mainly that's called secret wars but there's so many side comics that help people understand what's happening in 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 the series and so i'm just hoping like by the end of this we all are like yes that was coherent because it's that convoluted and it's, it's that much happening in secret wars um but i'm very excited they're doing it it's so ambitious we thought infinity saga was ambitious of course it is right they know six stones craziness end game is madness but secret wars is the, again, the multiverse of it all, the clashing of of universes, the the way it looks. If they decide to do Battle World, read about it, y'all. Go read about Secret Wars because I sometimes I'm like, okay, don't get spoiled by the comics if you want to stay MCU. Period. But like, again, it's so crazy. It's like at least go read the synopsis of what's happening in Secret Wars because like it's that it's that crazy that I can't believe they're actually doing it. So I'm probably the most excited for seeing that on the board period because yeah it's just really cool thing to to conceptualize on the big screen so but we'll see we'll see no secret wars is incredibly massive i mean i i struggle to just even imagine how that's going to come to life on the big screen just considering how many characters are wrapped up into that storyline out of the comics of course this won't be a true adaptation it won't be a page for page adaptation of that storyline there's going to have to be changes and things that are different from what we've gotten initially but i think that this is uh this is a lot this is this is biting off a lot and i think that the pressure is on to deliver here of course those two movies the king dynasty and secret wars are going to be tied into each other so just yeah. because one is called secret wars does not mean that the story won't bleed over into the other one i think that they're exactly. absolutely connected especially if they are going to come out in the same year mm -hmm. which again i i agree i just can't see that happening i think probably what what's likely here because things do change like we we thought that Avengers Infinity War was going to be a part one and a part two, and then they True. changed the name of that, right? And I think we'll see something similar here, but this is this is really to just lay out what the plan is and just let us know, like, hey, y'all, this is where we're heading. Mm -hmm. What I find most curious about this, just at paying attention to the graphic that they showed in Hall H, Phase 6 is literally taking place over the course of one year. Fantastic Four starts November 8th, 2024, mm -hmm. and Secret Wars theoretically concludes it concludes that entire saga in that phase the very next year november 7th of 2025 in between there's projects there's a couple of projects slated for fall 2024 there's a couple of winter 2024 projects there's a summer 2025 so i guess that technically comes out after secret wars mm -hmm. so secret wars probably actually won't close it out but still it's taking place over a very very truncated amount of time here so I'm just wondering at the connectivity of it all. Exactly. Will this all be much more connected than than we initially might might think of? I, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Obviously, we don't have those answers, but uh, this is a lot. I, I don't think it's a coincidence either if they stick to the plan that Fantastic Four and Secret Wars come out exactly a year apart. 
And like you said, Fantastic Four would kick off this phase. I don't think that that's a coincidence. Obviously, Kang, very much a big part of it. Will Doctor Doom play a part of this because he is so integral to Secret Wars? I would I would think so, but maybe they go in a different direction with Kang. You know, maybe they save Doctor Doom mm-hmm. for a later storyline. I don't know. But this is... um. I don't know, man. I, I'm still just wrapping my head around it. This this is kind of crazy. I'm not going to lie. This is kind of crazy. And I'm a little worried. I'm, <laughs> a, I'm a little worried. Um, you know, with, with the Infinity Saga, I wasn't as worried just because of how long it took to get there. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it did take 11 years to conclude that story, I really wasn't worried that it would, it would wrap up in a coherent way, as you said. I think that that word is very apt here. Mm-hmm. Secret Wars... What it does lack is coherence, it's if anything. Lot. It does not have that. Like that <laughs> yeah. is that is a that is a story that is all over the place with so many different people involved, so many different incursions and multiverses and different universes and variants of characters, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I just I just wonder how that's all gonna look on the on the big screen when, when it eventually does come. One of the other things that's important to mention about this is just like who's gonna even be willing to take this on as like a director. Just saw a video pop up on Twitter. Kevin Feige has already confirmed Russo's are not directing it. He just said that himself. Like, they're not going to do it. We've seen them talk about it in the press, talking about how that would be sort of their dream Marvel project, and they grew up on that initial 80s uh, story. I think that this is probably going to be mo- mostly close, closely associated with the 2015 story. But who could even take on this massive amount of work that's ahead of them i i am going to pray for that individual because you have your work cut out for you i read the marvel studios book the history of marvel studios Mm -hmm. and just the way they describe the the development process of infinity war and endgame i mean it sounds like they were breaking their fucking backs to get those movies made i I just can't imagine the amount of work and just the amount of stress that it puts on people you know i think visibly you can look at some of these people like I don't. I'm not being judgmental, but if you just visibly look at the Russos and look at how they looked when they started with the Winter Soldier oh, to how they look now, they, they aged up. Everything. <laughs> There's some grays. They <laughs> aged up. There's a little bit of weight gain. We just got to be honest about it. This takes yeah. a toll on you physically mm-hmm. and mentally. I who who even comes on to do something like this? It's probably people we don't even know that we're paying attention to. Like probably just filmmakers that are up and coming at this point. But I I, I would have to think at least. It's two directors. I don't know if it's a directing duo, so. but I can't see I can't see one person being in charge of all of this. You have any thoughts about what that might look like and how somebody could could even pull off this this grand vision of what they're trying to do? Man, it's it's just too hard of a thing to I think to conceptualize, man. Like you said, I think it has to be two directors. There's too many characters involved, too much learning involved. It they just got to come with it, man. It has to be like a we talked about this before. They haven't done a movie of this magnitude, but Daniels, man, they are it's a it's a duo. They are literally just made a multiversal movie. <laughs> so, like, yep. they still make sense to me being on the table. You brought that up. I think that's a really good choice here. Another good choice in my mind is a Ryan Coogler, somebody who's very much mm, wow. pl- playing with a lot of characters, but also a lot of tribes. Like, people need to understand that's like, it's a lot of lore in, in, in Wakanda in itself. <laughs> and, and to be able to do that, you know, justice, and especially. The way he's changing scripts, you know, I, I I think he very much is has the the tools to to also do something like that. It's it's a hard call, bro. It really is. Um, we'll have to see again. Like you said, they probably know something we don't. You know what I'm saying? Like we even talked about Chloe Zhao getting Eternals before Nomadland even came out. <laughs> it's like who is this woman? Oh, that's who that woman is. And then you know it, it, it comes out. So I'm I'm sure there's people out there we don't know about, but from well known names, I love Daniels, man. It really. I know it's going to be, it sucks for them. Like you said, people get aged up and stuff, but they get it clearly. 
you know what I mean? Like they just made a multiverse movie, so I I think they could they could do it, but uh, we'll have to see, dog. Yeah, and they were initially in the running to direct Loki, but because they made everything everywhere all at once, that pulled them out. So there there were at least some conversations that happened with Marvel in the past that that, that we weren't privy to. So I, I mean, I'd love for them to come in, just bring their vision and their style. If not them, the only other ones that I can think of off the top of my head that I would just throw out there, they just directed Miss Marvel. Adil Arby and Bilal Falah, uh, who yeah. just came in and directed the first two episodes of that. They're also directing the Bad Girl movie. So they clearly have an affinity for comic book genre and superhero films and things of that nature. I thought that they did an incredible job with Bad, Bad Boys for Life a couple of years ago. Um, if they're interested, I mean, again, a couple of other filmmakers who were very talented, who might have the stamina mm-hmm. and just the patience and, and, the, and the grit to get through this, because, again, I just... I cannot imagine there's only one person behind all this stuff. I just cannot see it. It's Maybe just, the Safdies? It's, it's a, the Safdies directing <laughs> Avengers movies? Oh, my God. If we get an Avengers movie like Uncut Gems, can you imagine that? The fucking Crazy. stress? They're going to turn all the stress on making the movie onto us as an audience. We're going to be sitting there for two and a half hours just going crazy over what's happening on screen listen shit i'm not against that actually the (laughs) the safety's are great you know i'd love them to make to make anything at this point but um yeah it's it's a titanic feat you know this is this is taking incredibly huge films the most expensive and biggest movies that you could ever make and and asking somebody to to lead the vision across the finish line i i do not envy that person but i can't wait nonetheless to see what they what they bring about but again that's the next Two phases of Marvel and also the conclusion of phase four. Again, we know that this is the multiverse saga now. We do have a clear direction. The last thing I'll ask you before we move on quickly to Marvel animation and some of these other things. Uh, what, we, we've had a lot of conversations about the divisiveness of phase four up until this point. Yeah. The fact that projects have had mixed reactions across the board, whether it's Thor, Love and Thunder, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness was not necessarily universally loved. And then the Disney Plus series have been very mixed bags across mm-hmm. the board. One of the things that I've been thinking about lately, and I don't know if this will get addressed really soon here based off these projects, but one of the things that I was thinking about also with that conversation is the fact that we don't even have like any stalwart characters at this point as as we did in the Infinity Saga. Like our guys in the Infinity Saga were Tony Stark and Steve Rogers. Those were always the linchpin characters that regardless of what movie was being told, somehow, some way, those two kind of always connected to the to the through line. Sometimes I got a little bit annoying, especially with Tony Stark. They would sort of shoehorn and retcon certain things just mm-hmm. to make it fit within Tony's larger story. But I don't know. I guess it kind of helped in the in the in the in the long run of, yeah. of just keep keeping things connected. One, do you find yourself missing that at this point? Do you find yourself missing having a character that feels essential to almost everything that's happening across mm-hmm. these series and, and movies? And two. If there is a character that could be that person, who would that be for you? Who do you think could step into the role of being at least one sort of connective piece, connective puzzle piece to all the stories that are unfolding over the course of these next two or three phases? Yeah, man. Um, I, I think I part of me misses it and part of me doesn't. Part of me misses it because of what you said. I loved being able to watch, I don't know, just the very early MCU movies and just feel, you feel the Tony of it all, right? The, you watch... I don't know, some random MCU film and you hear the the sound Stark guns make or the technology makes. You know what I'm saying? It's not even an Iron Man movie, but you hear the pew, you hear the spin up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, we're in the MCU. And and, and I think Iron Man kind of always grounded us that way. Um, and I think Cap, uh, you know, also grounded us that way too. And so we are missing that um, um, again, for sure, in, in, in this phase. And it, it's very interesting to watch. Uh, and I think that's the other side of me, like, hmm, I love this experiment at the same time. It's like, 
who is who are we running to? Are we running to anybody? Are we running to what does that look like for them? And and even though it, it doesn't feel like it's working right now, I wonder if later down the line that becomes a payoff. I don't know what, what's going to happen there. Right now, I'm going to throw this far left, but right now, I love the idea of that person being Miss Marvel. Like, oh wow, she, yeah, because I think she connects more than we think she does. Right? If we just found out she's a mutant, she connects that. She's about to be with Captain America, or not Captain America, but she's about to be with Captain Marvel and and uh, Maria Rambeau. Mm, she has a some kind of tie to the Avengers. I know. At some point, she's been a young Avenger. I know at some point she's going to be a big Avenger. I know at some point, I don't know. There's just one girl that I feel like because she's so down to earth, the same way that like a, a Cap was down to earth, right? Cap was from goddamn New York and Miss Marvel's across the water. You know what I'm saying? I love. I think I love that about her. And so if she was saw, served as like a small connected tissue, I wouldn't mind that. Um, my, my, my other kind of thought, is because they start off the phase is the Ant Manness of it all. I don't know what they're doing with Ant Man and, and, and the Wasp per se, but after seeing this family dynamic we got in the poster from earlier that included Cassie Lang and, and the Wasp too, that you know it's I I don't know if this is the end of them either, right? This is a, this is the this is the end of a trilogy if you want to say it like that. Like no no Ant Man four has been announced, but it would also feel good as one of the people who's left over. He's not perfect by any means. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he he he's very much still trying to figure out things. Um, and it's a family that people can hold on to. So that as of right now, those are the, the two I'm holding on to because Captain America doesn't pop up until the end of the phase. So it's hard for me to be like, I want it to be Captain America when he's not coming until freaking dang near 2025. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's I don't know. It's it's a weird bag, I think. Of, of of characters that they're messing with again i like the experiment but i think i do admit that I, I do miss a little bit of that the the connectedness of it all from a character again you felt iron man in other projects you felt cat in other projects you felt thor in a lot of other projects but you don't feel that um here in in in, in these phases and so we'll see what happens man i don't know who it'll be but i hope it's or if it'll be anybody <laughs> to be honest but <laughs> we'll, True. we'll i guess we'll find out sooner or later yeah, I mean, one of the reasons I asked that question is because when we look back at the experience of Infinity War and Endgame, the concluding movies of the Infinity Saga, the I think the biggest reason that those films worked so well was, was the emotional connection that we had to Steve Rogers mm -hmm. and Tony Stark. Absolutely. And the fact that those characters and their arcs were definitively concluded in those films. We saw what happened. We saw Steve get that final happy ending with Peggy. We saw Tony Stark finally sacrifice himself for the greater good of the entire mm -hmm. universe. Like those movies wouldn't have been anywhere near as emotional if those moments didn't exist. And I'm just a little concerned that if we reach the Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars, yes, the spectacle will absolutely be there. We know that mm -hmm. they're going to spend the money to make these huge, epic, massive blockbuster films that'll have all the characters in the world. But emotionally, from a story perspective, yeah. who and what are we going to connect to? Because a lot of these films, as I mentioned, don't have sequels. We haven't seen some of these characters that often. Mm -hmm. We're getting introduced to a lot of new people who are still fresh like even a miss marvel though I, I do really like her so far but i don't know how much she pops up in the future the only person i can think of off the top of my head especially talking about multiverse saga is dr strange you know i think mm -hmm. we've seen a lot of the importance be placed on his character he's appeared a lot wong as well is, is slowly but surely is, becoming mvp status i mean wong. yeah 
it's yeah, no, <laughs> it literally is phase one. Like <laughs> it's no accident that the Sorcerer Supreme is kind of all over the place right now. And I think we might be surprised that by the time we get to these big movies, like damn, we really, really care about Wong. I already care about him as a character, but I think right. even more so by that point, we, we might say like, oh man, this guy is like super important and we don't want anything bad to happen to him. So I just wonder, can they create or at least establish somebody to have that same importance and to carry that same emotional weight like we've seen in the past? I don't know. There's a lot that still has to go down between now and then, but that's something that I'm thinking about. But yeah. let's go ahead and move on, talk about Marvel Animation. This is the first time they had a Marvel Animation panel at comic-con because marvel animation is still brand new we did get some updates with some projects that they're working on that'll actually be out really soon and also some projects coming out over the course of the next couple of years the five main things that they highlighted i am Groot, which we know is going to drop a series of shorts that's coming out next month august 10th on disney plus we also got confirmation of season two of what if which will be dropping early 2023 they're also green lighting season three of what if already that's going to come out well after season two debuts marvel zombies is finally coming in 2024 we also got a lot of information about spider-man freshman year that's also going to be debuting in 2024 and of course x-men 97 which we had initially heard about almost a year ago is finally confirmed to be dropping in fall of 2023 so across the board man what stood out the most to you what are you most looking forward to out of the marvel animation projects uh man definitely x-men 97 it's just it is what it is. I'm I'm a huge X Men head, um, and I've I've always been that. Um, of course, I'm excited to, of the Spider Man of it all too. But we've been fed that. I think you know what I mean. Like we've been getting Spider Man projects and movies and Spider Verse is coming. You know what I mean. Like we've been getting that, and so I've been extra hungry for X Men and, and specifically tied to what what could be the MCU. Man, I think X Men '97 is the beginning of that. And the, some of the looks we've seen, I was like, yes. Let's do that. Um, you know, we got a very small look of, of those characters. And I think the Magneto design is crazy. Um, I think it looks really good. It's very much comic book accurate. We'll, we'll, the jury is still out on uh, on Storm's mullet mohawk. The mohawk mullet. Um, the jury's still out on that. But I, I, I think, you know, it's it's leading into, you know, it's leading into the X-Men. We didn't get any X-Men anything today. <laughs> except for you know we got this. i think there's a reason for that and i actually. think there's a reason I, 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 yeah i forgot to say this that i think uh i think the next saga we got multiverse saga i think the next saga is the mutant saga the mutant i think that saga. that's why and that yeah, could also be, be why so goddamn short but what makes that so weird is how do you do secret wars without a without a mutant <laughs> it's it's still weird um we'll figure it out later We'll figure it out. But like you said, it was eight unannounced projects in that middle time. We don't know what that looks like. It could mean anything. It could it could even mean there is no X-Men movie in that in phase five, but that doesn't mean mutants won't exist. You know? And so I think that's very much still possible um in, in the grand scheme of everything too. So definitely again, X-Men ninety seven, I'm excited. But we gotta talk about T V M A Marvel Zombies. Wow. What? <laughs> Unbelievable what? announcement. I'm Hell yeah, I'm excited for it. I wish they, they as much as they were like, look, y'all, Marvel Zombies will be TVMA. I was like, why didn't y'all say that when Daredevil popped up? Like, it made me so mad. I'm like, dang it, y'all right there. Like, you're so close. Why not say that for Daredevil? But, man, I'm really excited to see, uh, as, as new as Marvel Animation is, man, I'm, I'm excited to see them lean into Marvel Zombies. Like, because it's, it's already, 
it's just bloody. Like if you just go turn pages, you don't even know what the have to care what the story is. It's Marvel Zombies. It's literally brain dead material. Just have fun with it. And so I'm 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 glad to see that they're actually doing something that not only we can have fun with, but I'm sure making that it has to be a blast, bro. It's literally freaking zombie versions of the craziest people like you know the craziest heroes so i'm really excited for that too so again for sure x-men but also marvel zombies i think is going to be crazy i think one thing that stood out to me that i was paying attention to as we got these projects i'm and i'm really glad by this is the fact that they will in fact be experimenting with different animation styles because we got a what if last year that had a very particular very specific animation style that hadn't quite been utilized in a lot of american mainstream entertainment and I just like the fact that they are leaning into different styles, at least from the character designs that we've gotten. Like, obviously, X-Men 97 is going to mostly replicate what they did in the 90s with mm-hmm. that series, as you should. Right, Spider-Man right. freshman year also has a different type of animation style. You know, it's not mm-hmm. it's not quite the same as what we got in What If. Same with Marvel Zombies. So I just like, across the board, like as an animation house, as a new division within that entire studio, they're going to be doing different stuff. And that was most notable in the I Am Groot trailer because, one, that looks just adorable as adorable. fuck. Adorable. Super cute. It looks wild, um, too, but also, it, yeah, no, it does. But it also just looks like really different from an animation standpoint. Like yeah. it looks like they might experiment with some stop motion stuff, some more traditional CG stuff. Like it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be a little bit more creative than maybe we we initially presumed it would be. But across the board, I think that there's some cool stuff here that they're working on. X Men '97 obviously is is looking really really good. It seems to be very very faithful to everything that's happening with with the initial series and how it's gonna be a direct continuation of that. A lot of the characters that were confirmed i i hoped and, and and now see that they will be back like rogue gambit wolverine of course uh, magneto being the leader of the x-men if you haven't seen that initial series you should go definitely rewatch it it's now in the correct order on disney plus the ending of that series will certainly give you the clues and the and the information that you need to see why magneto is leading the current iteration of the x-men but spider-man freshman year is a head scratcher i gotta say it's a little bit of a head scratcher because mm-hmm. What we initially heard about this series when I think it was initially announced last year was that this will take place, obviously, in his high school freshman year, which is before the events of Captain America Civil War. That's still true, but it seems like they're taking a little bit of a different spin on this. I think that this might be like a multiversal extended what if type of story, because instead of meeting Tony Stark, he's going to actually meet Norman Osborn. Mm -hmm. And that's going to set off a cascade of events that have Peter Parker become Spider-Man. And we also know that villains that will be included will be Dr. Octopus, Rhino, Scorpion, Tarantula, Speed Demon's also going to be a part of it. Charlie Cox is voicing Daredevil. There's a lot of just like weirdness to this that I just didn't anticipate. And I'm just kind of wondering about the the connectiveness of it all. I think probably the easiest thing to, to really just distill all of this down, whether it's animation or any other Marvel Studios project, is that the MCU now includes the multiverse. So just because the story might not tie into the Earth-616 stories that we've gotten, and we now know Earth-616 is confirmed to be the main MCU timeline that we've been following for 14-plus years. Just because something doesn't connect to that story, to those events, doesn't mean that it's not a part of the MCU. The MCU now includes the multiverse, and that's a thing. So if they want to tell stories in other Mm -hmm. universes, they can now. Which means we're getting a black Norman Osborn, which I'm super fucking excited about. Negro boy, y'all look at that. <laughs> y'all look at that picture and tell me that man ain't black. I dare you. I I defy you to tell me that's not a black man. The waves, the okay. green suit, the fit, the lips. It's a black man for sure. Mm-hmm. And he's in there talking to Aunt May, probably macking her down real quick okay. before Peter showed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I can't. I can't wait. I think. Um. I think animation is a cornerstone of of all of this, right? Like this is yeah. the reason that many of these things 
became popular in the first place before people read comics maybe when they were younger i know for me certainly i saw x-men the animated series i saw spider-man the animated series that's Mm -hmm, what initially mm -hmm. got me into this stuff and so i think the fact that they're taking this this material and expanding it and making a a part of the mcu proper is a really a really good move and really smart on their part yeah man for sure um it's 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 so interesting to see the evolution of something still so far down the line you know what i mean like the mcu I, i i just love how like even in their mistakes and I don't know, they still feel, I I like how it feels like they're learning with us sometimes, you know what I mean? And and sometimes they're transparent about that, but I I love the experiment of it all too. And so it definitely also feels like that, man. I mean, you just talking about Norman Osborn, the boy, he he has to wear do-rags at night for his hair to look like that. It's the only way. (laughs) It's the only way, Velvet do-rags, let's be specific. Velvet Velvet do-rags, man. He got Murray's in a brush somewhere, man. 360 (laughs) wave pomade is somewhere in his house. Like, in order for him to look like that. That is a Negro Norman Osborn. I cannot wait to see what this guy has to say <laughs> on the screen. Who's going to be the voice, though, is really the important thing. What black man, Keith what David. voice of a black man, <laughs> Keith David. He voices hey, everything if Keith else. David comes into the MCU to voice Norman Osborn, I'm done. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm walking out because that would be a fucking dream for me. Literally perfect, bro. Um, no, it's, it's, it's a really cool place to be in, though, man, uh, because it's like, I don't know. There's so much other everything is such an unknown you know and i think that's what feels good about the mcu especially when there's there's been a a a good amount of experiments that turned good in their favor you know what i'm saying and so i think that's what makes me excited about this whole animation division sure it's new but they're like okay we're doing three seasons of what if we don't care like season two ain't even out yet season three seasons of what if because they're just you can tell they're just excited to tell the stories and i love i love that about them like marvel is like Sure, we want to. Of, of course, we want to give you guys coherent stories in, in the MCU and stuff, but we also want to have fun. What if season three is happening? <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I don't know. I just love that about it, and I'm excited to see a lot of that stuff. And there's less limitations on animation too, right? Like, there's just some things that we cannot see in live action due to yeah, budget, due to exactly. actor availability. Like, there's just certain things that aren't achievable in that medium that you can do in animation. You can you can just take it really anywhere you want to go because to fly a jet into space or to animate a person walking through like a high school gym, it's going to cost them the same amount of money. It doesn't really matter. So they can do all the crazy stuff that they want to do. I'm, I'm very excited for, I'm obviously X-Men 97, but the Spider-Man freshman year stands out. And as you said, three seasons of what if already confirmed, we're getting Spider-Man sophomore year too. They're just calling their shot and making it happen. And I think that that's a, again, that's a really smart thing to do to lean into animation because it is so integral, I think to the stories and we see how, interconnected this is all going to be so overall i'm 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 pretty impressed by this stuff uh hopefully hopefully they're just more i think from a story perspective more satisfying than what if like what if was okay Mm -hmm. season one was okay but now that we know like uatu the watcher was so was actually so important to that series i want to see more from him i want to learn more about him as a character and see that go deeper you know and really tie those threads between the episodes so overall good stuff but as we close out here with the marvel stuff any just like last thoughts on everything we saw where things are headed, the clarity that we now have about phases four, five, and six, the multiverse saga, Avengers, Fantastic Four, what mutants might pop up in the future, where that might somewhere <laughs> be included down the line since we still don't have any confirmation. Just like, what are your last quick, you know, sort of thoughts about everything we saw tonight from Marvel? Yeah, man. First and foremost, I gotta give one more shout out to Black Panther. Um, I'm absolutely a gang. I'm gonna I'm gonna help through that movie, y'all. I'm gonna like, like pause the movie. I need ten minutes. Every 10 minutes, probably <laughs> like it's going to be a three hour experience. Like I need y'all, everybody to calm down. Um, 
but I'm, I'm very excited to see it, man. It is, it's going to be a moment and it's close. Like a lot of times we, I don't know, things like this happen and it feels so far away, but this is like, no, it's in a couple months. <laughs> like it's, it's time to get excited for this. And, and, and so I'm, I'm excited for that to ramp up and for it to be another moment in time. You know what I mean? I remember how cultural it was the first time. I just hope that we understand that we need to do that again. You know what I mean? Like make it a part two. Don't say, oh, is another Black Panther out? Let me not go as hard as I did the first. I'm like, no, show up. Like, this is for us and by us. This is Ryan Coogler and Lupita Nyong'o. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need people to pull up um, the same in, with that same energy. So um, I'm, I'm excited for, for that to happen, man. Um, I'm still very much excited of the, the, the uh, Jonathan Majors of it all. I think he, again, it, it feels like because he hasn't been established, the ways in which people feels like he should be, that... He's being overlooked, but I'm excited to see him, man. I think he's going to come crazy. Clearly, he has an entire Avengers movie named after him at this point. It's about to go down with the guy. I'm excited to see that. Um, the Marvels, I think, is going to be underrated just because of the way Captain Marvel is as a character. A lot of people aren't on board with her completely yet. I hopefully think it's going to retcon some of that, and we love her as much as we do love uh, Kamala Khan and Monica Rambeau by the end of it. I think that's going to be a crazy movie filled with uh, just crazy women, <laughs> you know, and uh, I'm excited to see that. Of course, Ironheart and Blade. It's the fall of Desmond. We talked about it. <laughs> Look, I am. I I, I can't, trademark that like Marvel and drop it online. <laughs> I need to. But I, I I can't stress that enough. How excited I am for those two projects, man. It's gonna be crazy. Um, outside of that, man, Phase Six, Fantastic Four, crazy excited for it. I still have a very big feeling that the reason Fantastic Four. And King Dynasty Secret Wars is so close apart is the doom of it all. He doesn't have to be the big bad right now, but he needs to be introduced. It's time to say, hello, my name is Dr. Doom. He doesn't have to be the villain right now. He can be the villain later. We talked about the boys, how we know Homelander is the main villain, but Soldier Boy had to come in and fuck some shit up. Maybe that's what Kang is doing right now in order for Doom to thrive later on down the line. You say hello to Doom early. K or you say hello to Kang early, Kang's fuck some shit up, but Doom is the Doom is the end of the multiverse side. You know what I mean? This is very early. It feels very early. So I think that's what they're doing, and I, I really hope that's true, um, and all of that is connected. The Secret Wars of it all is crazy. Again, people, please go just go look at the synopsis. You don't got to read the comics, but to help you understand what happens in Secret Wars, I just want people to read um, just a little bit because it, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. So I'm very, very excited for Secret Wars too because of all that. When it comes to mutants, man, who knows? I have no idea where a mutant could pop up. It could, a mutant could pop up in Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Who knows? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> who knows? Could you, you imagine, mean, again, they just dropped something like that in Agatha of all things? <laughs> uh, Agatha of all things, man. It's crazy. Um, I, I think that's going to be a sleeper, too, because of how much I like WandaVision. Um, um, and Catherine Hahn is a beast. I, I think we also don't give her enough praises for how good she is, but uh ho hopefully that that that's a, a a show that carries over um animation of it all man uh marvel zombies freshman year spider-man and x-men i think are all just crazy things to, for us to even be talking about five years ago we would have never talked about any of this like what are we even saying right now like what is even coming out of our mouths but i'm, I'm excited those projects are happening um and yeah man i i think that's really it i'm Although I, I did expect to see a little bit more out of this panel, I'm very happy with the big, the big things that we did get. 
Um, I'm, I, I just wish we had a little more mutinous of it all, right? Like we we talked about coming into this, how Logan was on the uh, just got put on Disney Plus, how Deadpool just got put on Disney Plus, Miss Marvel just dropped the biggest mutant bomb. You know what I'm saying? I just wished we got like a something that that wasn't X Men '97. We knew that was already on the table. They didn't really add anything to that for us, except for a small look. You know what I mean? In a specific time they were giving us. I wish we just got. I don't know anything one more mutant of it all because that's what it felt like they made us feel like that they were heading that way and it, it felt like a a little bit of a letdown that we didn't get any of that any mutant anything at all so um but other than that again I'm I'm, I'm still pretty satisfied and I'm looking forward to D23 which we'll probably get a lot more there too so still still very much proud of, of where we are but um again it's it's uncharted territory so it's easy to be a little worried as well especially with the time crunch yeah, I was I was initially thinking about that mutant point coming into this, but now that we understand what this entire saga represents and what it means, I really, really think that they're going to save mutants until whatever this next saga is. I think Phase 7 and beyond is what that all looks like. Obviously, they planted the seeds here, as they always do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that it'll be isolated to those particular phases, but if I had to take a guess, which can be dead-ass wrong in like a year, we, we never know. Like you said, it can it can pop up anywhere. A mutant could... Wolverine could pop up in, in, in Quantum Mania. Technically, Namor you know? is a mutant. Hello. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, that's all, that's that's so true. That is so true. That and 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 we haven't even hinted at that. They didn't mention a, they didn't mention that on the at panel. There, there there could be something there in the movie that that we that we aren't even privy to that could set those seeds. But um, overall, you know, some quick things that I think we forgot to mention. Modok is confirmed to be in Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. That's wild to me that Great. he's gonna I pop up. Oh, um, we know we we know Bill Murray is gonna be in the movie. He's rumored to be <laughs> playing or voicing Modok, which would be that that's would be so. Wild hilarious if that's the case um they didn't confirm that but they did confirm modok will be in the movie high evolutionary confirmed to be in guardians of the galaxy yes, volume three good that's also kind of crazy he's yeah. going to be the primary villain in that film and i think you know that that's a really interesting development this is also the end of the guardians at least the guardians as we know it james gunn and, and cast is often been describing this as the end of an era. This is going to be the end of this iteration of the team. So I certainly suspect, just like in the other two movies, people are going to die, and it's going to be super, super emotional, and uh, I can't wait. They are some of my favorite characters out of all of the storytelling, but we got some really crazy stuff coming, some things that I just didn't think I would see as mm-hmm. soon as we will. Daredevil, obviously, we talked a lot about Blade. Super, super excited about that and what vampires and, and, and just that whole world and that whole corner of the universe might look like in the MCU. Black Knight is still just like a random thing out there mm-hmm. that they didn't touch on eternal celestials they didn't touch on that stuff i'm very curious about the things that they did not mention here just as much as i am about the stuff that they did tell us about d23 is on the horizon where we could get more clarity about some of these things but i think by and large they gave us more than probably what people thought that they were going to give us even though mutants have not been a part of the conversation quite yet the fact that we do have clarity about multiverse and fantastic four and kang and what that's all going to look like that that's really huge fucking stuff we stress the importance of that secret war storyline the enormity of it how how massive it is i think the fact that they just even announced that that they put a date to that is is just kind of wild that they're gonna that they're gonna go back in the trenches and make probably the biggest movie we've ever seen at least from a from a from a budgetary financial standpoint and maybe also even from like the box office standpoint if if they pull it off successfully but by and large a lot of crazy stuff here to look forward to but still very curious about it all still very cautious i think cautiously optimistic about it all as well just based off of 
what we've seen out of phase four up until this point, but also just the, the optimism that exists with some of these big storylines that they're going to tackle in the future. But we'll have to see. Obviously, mm-hmm. D23 is going down in a few weeks here. We'll cover that. We'll talk about all the developments all from that. Is. But let's shift gears and talk a little bit about some of the other things we got out of Comic-Con. Warner Brothers did have a panel earlier today as well, which highlighted some DC projects. The two most notable ones, Shazam Fury of the Gods, as well as Black Adam. Uh, first of all, the whole Shazam cast came out, which was nice to see. We know that yeah. movie got pushed up to this year, swapped out the place of The Flash and, and some other films, it. Aquaman. Um, Shazam's going to be coming out this December. Also, Black Adam's coming out in a couple months here. We already got the first trailer for that. But The Rock shows up in the grandest fashion possible, really leaning into the professional wrestler side of his personality <laughs> and just showed up in full costume on stage at Comic-Con. There was smoke. There was lightning. It was it was ridiculous. It was over the top and bananas. <laughs> but of course, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is going to do that. We also got a new sneak peek about a one minute new trailer about that um, movie that's going to be coming out a couple months here. What do you think about what we saw out of the DC side of things between Shazam and Black Adam? Yeah, man. Um, it's crazy that Shazam got pushed up, by the way. Because, like, I don't know, this whole year we've been like, man, it's going to come out next year. It's going to come out next year. But it was always weird because I was like, it's shooting so early. Like, it's coming out. Yeah, like two years ahead yeah, of time. Like, next year? Aren't they, like, in post-production? Like, I was trying to figure out why I got pushed back or why was it was so far back in the lineup. But uh, I love how close together they are now because Black Adam and Shazam are so related. It's like, duh. <laughs> they would they would be this close together. So I think that's a smart move on Warner Brothers' part. It doesn't feel like they're rushing anything again because it felt like they've been done with the movie for so long. You know what I'm saying? I think I actually really like the Shazam trailer. Um, I, we I, at, first and foremost, the first Shazam still underrated to this day. Very much one of the Absolutely. best DC EU movies ever. <laughs> to be honest, it's really good, and I uh, I think they're going to follow up. Man, again, the trailer looks really good. I love how they're sticking to Shazam. It doesn't feel like anything else to me. It doesn't even feel like the Black Adam trailer. It doesn't feel like a Superman movie. It feels like Shazam. Like if you know Shazam from either the comics or or Justice League cartoons or any of it. It feels Shazam-y, and I love that about it. It feels like they understand the tone of what Shazam is supposed to be. There is a little bit of playfulness, but it's also, it can be a dark thing, too, depending on, you know, the, what's happening in the story, and, and it feels like they're, they're capturing that, and so I'm, I'm very excited to, to watch Shazam. We definitely gonna be there on December 21st watching that movie, man. I'm excited for that. Black Adamness of it all, man. This dude, The Rock, is crazy <laughs> for coming out like that. But like you said, the 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 wrestler nature of him, man, it makes so much sense. I wish people still felt like that, just like we had just seen High Revolutionary. You know what I mean? Like that's the that's the comic book. That's what Comic Con is supposed to be. Like, come out of your costume. Like, let's, commit. Like, come on, commit. Exactly. Um, and it doesn't surprise me that The Rock is doing that. So, but because he's he's putting more energy into the atmosphere, and I love that about it. It's like, yes, The Rock, like own that Rock, like own it, like. Um, it feels like we haven't gotten a lot of that out of DC um, in, in in these past couple of years, man. Especially from from his actors, it's like, yeah, did you do? Let's go! Like, it's time to watch the movie. Um, but I'm excited to see Viola Davis returning as Amanda Waller. The teaser, it was short, but it's funny because like it's really just Hawkman getting his ass kicked for like two seconds uh, which getting worked by black adam that's gotta be embarrassing for out as high i was like damn y'all really did my dude dirty tonight i was like dang in the teaser but it, he'll, i'm sure he'll kick ass in the movie somewhere somehow i don't know where yet though um but yeah it it, it was fine um you know i don't i don't know what else to really expect out of that panel dc right now because there's a lot going on in the background with the flash 
the really the flashness of it all is like, all right, y'all, <laughs> what are we doing? Like, yeah, I know, we knew that they were not going to bring their asses to Comic Con. There's Warner's no way. Fire. I know Warner's on fire. Like, they're <laughs> trying to figure it out in real time, and so it makes sense that this is really the only things they have to talk about right now. Especially, we know Aquaman got pushed back a little bit. You know what I mean? Like things in DC, they they are in a a small real re- rebuilding phase right now. I won't say big because Shazam and Black Adam are right here, but they're in like a yeah, they got to figure out the flashness of it all. So, um, other than that, man, uh, Megan Good and Lucy Liu are in the same movie. I'm excited to see that too. But <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gonna be crazy. But uh, other than that, I, again, I, I think they had a really good panel for what they did provide. Man, it was it was uh, not surprising in the least. But I'm still very excited to see both of these projects now. It's they're very close. Just as Black Panther is close, it's literally Black Adam. Black Panther and then Shazam. I love that for us, <laughs> uh, and, and and I'm excited, man. Yeah, three three hour pods on the way for sure at the end of the year because <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Uh, the Black Adam sneak peek like it wasn't much. We just got that first trailer, so I yeah. didn't expect like I'm I'm actually surprised they released anything to be to be real with you. And I I really liked what we saw. I think actually the visual effects even look better. It looks cleaner. It looks sharper. Like the imagery, it looks really good. I think that this movie like visually is is really impressive. And the stuff we saw out of it's just like a one minute extended look at a few scenes. Man, rocks kicking ass in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell it's gonna go down for sure. So. I thought it looked great. It was also interesting that he used like certain language. You know, he said that his goal was to usher in a new era of the DC universe. And they're also going to build out the DC universe with more justice society. So I think we can already assume like these guys are probably not going to die in this movie. You know, I think Hawkman sticks around, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Adam Smasher might stick around Dr. Fate to build out these, these other characters. Uh, Rock is kind of known for doing that, going into a franchise and sort of snatching up, the franchise to He's make its own before. Little, like extended <laughs> franchise like Hobbs and Shaw is like going to yep. build out its own thing now um have its own team so he's probably doing the same thing with DC here but overall I think it looks really strong the Shazam Fury the guys trailer looked great yeah. like I love that tra- it was so so fun Lucy Liu my goodness yep. just what a gorgeous woman. Just looks incredible. Hella Mirren coming in. I know she's going to have a ton of fun. I'm just glad to see the Shazam back at it together. I think uh, everybody looks great. The costumes look really fun they and colorful. Look really good. Yeah, they look really, really good. The tone is all still there. David mm-hmm. F. Sandberg throwing in a nice little Annabelle reference, which was, that Annabelle's which hilarious, was great. bro. Oh, my God. Also, why does a pediatrician have an Annabelle doll in his fucking office? It's, What's that about? He's the Can creepiest pediatrician ever. Like, you're giving that to the kids that come in your office? Like that that's kind of out of pocket. I don't know that actor's name. I wish I knew, so forgive me, but he he really does some funny stuff. He was in the boys, obviously, mm-hmm. playing the director who made the the Bork cut in the boys, which we talked a lot about. He's hilarious. I love the funny. fact that he just pops up and has these random moments. But uh that Shazam trailer it looks like so much fun. I I have all the faith in the world that that's gonna be a really satisfying film. Cause that first movie, as you said, really underrated, just such a crowd pleasing family fun adventure. So the fact that this is gonna come out in Christmas as well, it's gonna be the last big budget tempo superhero film that we get i think it's it's very appropriate you know it's it's a it's a family film it's a fun film it's probably going to be emotional as well with a lot of comedy it has so many different tones so very much looking forward to both of these if i'm being honest about it i think dc has some really great stuff lined up here next year and into the future uh what'll be interesting to see is if they do another dc fandom which we haven't gotten an announcement of Mm -hmm. we know they've done two already but there are other projects there is the flash as you said aquaman they just finished filming blue beetle that just concluded batgirl was still on the horizon we don't really know the status of that so there's other things to look at joker 2 is in development very very much looking forward <laughs> yeah, to that the the, the 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 um the batman 2 is getting a sequel 
the Penguin HBO Max spinoff series. Like, that's happening. I was hearing some rumors that even Catwoman might get a spinoff series on HBO Max. I don't know if that was confirmed or not, but they have a lot that they could eventually show. So I'm wondering if maybe DC Fandom, if they do have that event again, might be the place to, to showcase that stuff. But overall, I think a strong solid showing from dc and then last but not least we got some other trailers some other big stuff that dropped during these past few days of comic-con the lord of the rings the rings of power of course is very much close and on the horizon we got a new trailer for that also house of the dragon which we know is coming out on hbo max next month they dropped a new trailer on preview night back on wednesday Mm -hmm. for this upcoming first season of that series dungeon dungeons and dragons honor among thieves also a brand new trailer that we just got um recently in in comic-con that's going to be coming out march 2023 and then of course john wick chapter four we finally got a first look at that brand new film that's going to be coming out next march as well um any thoughts and anything that stands out about the 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 four trailers or the five trailers i should say um i forgot to include sandman here we also got a sandman Uh, yes that's also coming from dc too that'll be coming out on netflix next month in august so august 5th yeah so that's right around the corner so five like really really big trailers there's other stuff of course but these are the five that really stand out um at least from like a you know sort of a nerdy perspective a comic book perspective what 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 stood out to you about about some of these new looks that we got from these these upcoming properties man i'm excited for all these bro it's even hard to um to even really pick one uh first and foremost the john wickness of it all i mean it speaks for itself bro it's fucking john wick (laughs) like we're on the fourth movie already it's kind of crazy because it happened so fast but Man, it's, I mean, the boys throwing axes at people. Like, come on, bro. Like, as soon as you think they've done it all, it's like, nope, here's something new again in the Jocelyn franchise. So I'm excited to see that. I mean, the sword fights, he's still jumping out of windows. He got, he was whooping some niggas' ass with like nunchucks. I mean, it's just a lot happening in that John Wick. It's only like a minute teaser. I'm like, that's all I need. I don't need a trailer. I'm good. <laughs> just give me that. I'm ready to go, to go see it today. So again, very excited for that. House of the Dragon. Y'all know I love uh, Game of Thrones, man. It just looks good. It looks good to me. It looks good. I, they're playing off of a lot of the lore that was built in the original series that we just didn't get to see, right? I mean, a lot of, again, uh, uh, old school Valerian and Targaryen stuff that I cannot wait to see. Mad Queen stuff. And it's it just, I'm, I'm very, very, very excited to see a lot of that stuff to come to fruition. I hope they can keep that same energy from Game of Thrones because, again, it's one of my favorite shows ever, <laughs> like of all time. So, I'm excited to see what they do there. Uh, 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 oh, man, Sandman. This is going to be so underrated because what Sandman reminds me of is kind of how The Walking Dead started out, where, like, a lot of people had no idea it was a comic. And I feel like watching, mm-hmm. like, San- people, like, Sandman, people are going to watch this, like, oh, my God, shit is fire. What is this? And I'm about to be like, y'all, it's a comic book. Like, read comics, please. Like, it's it's really good. There's a reason they're making a show um, of Sandman. I think it's going to go under the radar until it comes out. It's going to be one of those shows that's like, oh, it's out? I heard the show was really good, y'all, and people watch it. And then later on, they're like, oh, it's a comic book. Because that's exactly what happened with The Walking Dead. People just thought it was a zombie show. And later found out it was a whole comic book. So I think Sandman, in my mind, has that same energy. That's how good it is. It's a really fire series. There's been like amazon podcasts on it and like it's a ton of stuff surrounding sandman so i'm really excited for that too because i think it's going to be bigger than than what people know it to be right now i think more people will hop on board and i'm, I'm really excited to to see that come to um really just to, to see it come to a screen man it's different when you like are reading a comic or even listen to a podcast about it but the things that happen in it that like uh, you can tell are like artsy visuals. I'm really excited to see a lot of that stuff come out in Sandman. So excited for that too. 
Yeah, I think uh, a lot of these trailers are just pointing to a very busy fall season that we're going to have upcoming here. Uh, First of all, the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. I mean, we talked about it last year when we were hearing about the development of the series. I mean, they spent all the money on this series. (laughs) It looks so fucking expensive, but by God, it looks gorgeous. My Lord, that series looks so good. it's truly it's truly cinematic movie theater quality they spared no expense on that on that show and i think it's only it's only going to be eight episodes but they're not they're not spreading the budget across eight it's (laughs) it's like yo they spent a shit ton of money to make this look on par with your major blockbusters that you go see in a movie theater so i'm very excited about it they started to show first looks at sauron which we know is going to be sort of the big bad of this entire series looks incredible i just can't wait for that House of the Dragon equally looks as impressive. They showed a lot more action in this brand new trailer. I think uh, I'm getting excited about it. Of course, we know Game of Thrones had a very rocky ending. Mm -hmm. And this series is, you know, mostly based off of short stories and previous lore and history that weren't really expanded upon. There's not like actual books about this stuff. This is mostly original with the influence of George R.R. Martin, of course. But now I'm getting excited. I'm very Mm -hmm. much looking forward to this and also the, the talent involved. I'm really impressed with just the actors that they've assembled for this. I, I, I like these people, you know, so I think that hopefully they can pull off, you know, something that's worthy of following up in the Game of Thrones name. Dungeons and Dragons. I remember hearing about this movie a while ago, but couldn't pinpoint like exactly where or how I heard about it. But mm-hmm. this trailer actually impressed me. It looks like a fun movie. It's not going to yeah. come out for a while here, but I I liked it. You know, and I'm not even a D&D fan. Like, I, I wasn't in a D&D like that. But I think that this trailer looks like a lot of fun. The movie could be ass. It could be terrible. Sometimes, you know, these fantasy movies, you know, based off of previous properties don't tend to work. But mm-hmm. this actually looked like a fun time. And again, it also looks visual, visually gorgeous. You can tell that they, they spared no expense with this either. And then John Wick Chapter 4, which is what I'm most looking forward to just because Keanu Reeves, man, like, come on, is doing this Legend. in his 50s. Like, Legend. just working his ass off to give us this experience, to give us some of the finest and best action movies of the past 25 years. Eagerly anticipating this. It's been pushed back a lot. Also, just the cast that they've brought into this film like the shots that we got of donnie yen in this movie whoo, yes I, I cannot wait to see him donnie, oh my god that I'm about fight to watch every eat man twice oh twice <laughs> right to, to get ready for every donnie yen film anything i can tap into with this filmography the fight that they're gonna have i want it to be like 25 minutes long just keep yes. it going just run the fight up just like go back and forth have guns have swords fist fighting every type of choreography you can do I can't wait for it. So there's a lot to look forward to, obviously, on both the TV and the movie front here. It's going to be really, really busy. But overall, I'm impressed with everything that they showed. You know, there wasn't anything that I looked at. And Sandman, as you said, also, that might be a big sleeper hit. And they have a lot of pressure on them. Sandman is like... Very beloved, yes. very beloved series, it's you know. Good. And I think uh, they got a lot of they got a lot of pressure on them, but I'm I'm hoping that they deliver and that they they can stay faithful to to, to what maybe people fall in love with in the first place. So, a lot to look forward to, um, a lot to 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 tap into really uh, in these upcoming you know sort of few weeks that we have on the podcast, and of course things that we'll be that we'll be looking out for and that we'll be watching and reporting on. And as we said, we recorded this really right after that Marvel Studios panel, so there might be additional news that we couldn't cover right now that we'll try to cover on our next episode. So, but with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we have for this episode of Two Black Nurse. Thank you again for tuning into another podcast. And thank you again for being patient and giving us that break that we had over the past week. We will be back this upcoming Tuesday.
Thursday to talk about Jordan Peele's Nope, his third feature film, which just debuted in theaters this past weekend. We're also going to talk about the brand new Netflix film, The Gray Man, starring Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans that just appeared this past weekend on Netflix. We will be back to review those as well as a slew of other TV series that I know we both have been watching. So there's a lot to catch up on. So until then, we'll see y'all next time. With that being said, y'all, we are Audi 5000. Please check out our Nerds of Thunder collection at 2BlackNerds.com. This is the year of 2022 Black Nerds. And remember, always bet on black. Appreciate y'all. Love you. Thank you for listening to another episode of 2 Black Nerds, where we're too black, too nerdy. And we out, y'all. Peace. Oh, my. Oh, my. Your on fire and your on